The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. Good day and welcome to WTF Landia. Welcome to WTF Landia Radio. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. I'm your host, Charbothe. Welcome to the spot. You pulled up, you told your friends to pull up. That in the wise words of Rihanna, a.k.a. Bad Girl Riri, a.k.a. Slide inside my inbox, LeBron. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Go back a couple podcast episodes. I think it's the sports one. Sports is gone episode and check out what I'm talking about there. (laughs) Whoa, totally, totally, totally. Totally different topic. But that segue in helped me feel a little bit more comfortable about where we're going with this one actually doesn't make me feel comfortable. It's still awkward that, Le- that Rihanna... <laughs> oh, pull up, right. So awkward, though, still that Rihanna tried to holler at LeBron. Married man. Maybe, maybe it's just her favorite player. But go back to that podcast episode so you can dive into what we are addressing right there. <laughs> life guys where's life heading where is life heading we are in june early parts of june and we're protesting still living and thriving in a whole pandemic most of us anyways well anybody who's listening to this is alive thriving that's totally up to you don't know about that can't answer that question but there's a couple questions and a couple things we should address. Like the uh, the reason that Rashad Brooks should be alive. My goodness. And again, one of those podcasts that were was intentionally, you know, supposed to be a feel-good, spoofy, you know non-serious feel-good podcast and we you know but here we are and honestly uh I'm an artist right so everything that I I do is like for me personally it's a painted scenario or painted picture or painted thought or painted idea and so you know, if you're real and you're dressing, if you're real and you're dressing the real times, then what, what'll happen is, you know, you will you'll have to address the tough issues, right? So, painting a picture of, of reality, really, is what we're doing these days here over at WTF Landia. <clears throat> ah. Painting a picture of what it seems like we are focused on 
And right now we're focused on Rashad Brooks. And that's just because that was only like not even 48 hours ago that he was shot and killed in the Wendy's driveway for falling asleep in his car. You know, there's a lot of surveillance video and different angles of of the the uh, encounter between the police and this guy, who obviously looked like he needed a nap. You know, long day. Brother's gotta get out there in a pandemic and try to get some essential work done while feeling very awkward, being black at the moment, and afraid. You know, looking at the news and seeing your brothers and sisters hanging from trees and shot in their beds at home. <clears throat> so it's an awkward time for black men to be out there trying to live their lives to the best of their ability. And I call it awkward because that's just, that's just a subtle way of saying effed up time. So this young man falls asleep in his vehicle in the Wendy's parking lot driveway, drive through. And, uh, you know, holds up traffic. I don't know if, who called the cops, what Karen or Darren did that. <clears throat> but somebody, I don't know, must have alerted them and said, hey, somebody's sleeping here holding up the line. Come handle this. was just stupid. Whoever is calling the cops right now during this time is a, a fragile, fragile human. That's what I'll say. You see, I'm getting so good at this. I'm able to walk back my words in my brain before I say what I really want to say. That's a good quality shark. Keep it going. You're doing well. See, sometimes you have to give yourself, you know, a little push, push up. <laughs> Not a push up bra. No one's wearing those in quarantine. Oh, gosh. You're, wow. Okay. When you come into WTF Landia room, expect that. Expect the unexpected. Okay. But you know, so seriously, back to the, the more important pressing point, is uh, <clears throat> there are so many ways. Watch that video again. Watch that video in the comfort, comfort of my home with my family. You know, turn on the news and watch the whole assassination happen. Like, good. Okay, a couple things I need to address. News media, you got to do better. You know, on Instagram, they give you a prompter and they give you a fuzzy screen and it's a sensitive nature. <clears throat> so if you click on that video, you know what you're entering. Now, if I turn on the news, literally, you know, I have to watch that. There's no prompt for me. So maybe I might have an idea here. I'm going to patent it right here in this podcast because well, no, I came up with it first. But uh, I think all these smart TVs and things like that and smart, you know, cable companies, internet companies, let's put that sensitive nature fuzzy screen up on the news so that when you turn on the MSNBC and you're knee deep in the live, we can click whether or not we want to see that. Hey, there's an idea. Throw me a check when you get that popping. I time stamped it. Here we are. June 15, 10, 14 a.m. Vancouver, British Columbia. That was Sharbo. They patented that idea. Sensitive nature screen needs to pop up when you turn on the news in the middle of you guys' live at dinner because I don't need to see that. Saw Rashad Bucks get shot in the back. 
And you know what? <clears throat> you know, I talked to this guy, you know, and he was just warm with his words, letting him know about his day. He's got a, you know, maybe got into a little situation with the lady at home and he was just like, I need a break or well, I don't know. He's planning a party. Times are stressful again. Walking around being a black man in, in the world. You got people that have your back right now really going to town and those protests to save your life. And then you got people wanting to simultaneously take your life. And we're watching brothers being hung from trees in California and New York. And it seems like a trend is starting up again. And this is just all very effed up. It's very effed up. And so, so there we are. There were so many ways that that situation could have been dissolved. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking. There's so many ways that that situation could have been dissolved properly. This man got afraid after you talked to him for half an hour or so <clears throat> and said, you know, I mean, you know, you're, you're going to get arrested, sir. And he's like, let me think about this. No, I'm watching the news. I see what you guys are doing these days over militarizing the streets out, out, out there and uh, making me afraid for my very life, putting people in unmarked cars that we were watching all over the news. People are afraid. They don't know what's happening. Even police, even, I should, I'm saying even, even the people that have sworn to protect us and serve us, you're, everyone seems, you know, to be really, tightly squared around fear about you guys, you know? Y'all are feared. You know, it should have, this is where your training should have come into play. That man bolted thinking, maybe. I'm just thinking. I'm watching the scenario like everybody had to do in the evening news at dinner. As this man runs away upon getting arrested, he's probably thinking, I don't want to end up like George Floyd. And to his dismay and surprise, it's very precisely what he ended up like. You know, oh, could it have been different if he didn't run? He doesn't know. He doesn't know if he would have made it to the jail. It could have hung him from a tree on the way there. We don't know because the racist injustice, the racial issues are high, high note. It's like the opera, the falsetto. No, that's a lower tone. The highest note. The one that can shatter glass. That's how racism is right now. That's how the fear behind it is right now. That's how the strain and the stress behind it is right now. It's shattering. It's shattering the world, really. You got people over in Great Britain screaming, Black noise, ma, right now. And that wasn't necessarily a, a thing in the fabric of that company or country. And it is a thing now because the citizens are aware that black lives matter. It's true. But here we are, weeks into protesting, you know, stressed and strained about walking out of the door being black during this time. Feeling comforted comforted by the love that you're receiving from people who really just want to see you live again. It's a screwed up time. You get you go to sleep after planning a birthday party for your kids all day. 
in the drive-thru to get a couple burgers to feed your stomach because you probably haven't eaten all day. I don't know. And you end up on the menu. You know? Hey, these issues just are not. They're not easy. They're not easy. The medical field, the medical profession is calling for absolute complete complete annihilation of racism in their field because we do see statistically speaking that black women die at a higher rates giving birth in hospitals because black women seem to tolerate pain more at least in the eyes of some medical professionals and they don't take our pain seriously and when black women are in pain and their pain is not taken seriously and they are giving birth Many women have lost their children. Many women have lost their lives. Many fathers have gone home with their babies and not their mothers. You can do your research on that fact. But the medical profession, they did it justice. They took a knee. Saw something about that recent, yesterday, about them taking a knee and saying, we give our oath to annihilate racism in this field. And they call it, you know, essentially a pandemic. That's a pandemic, and we have to annihilate this, that within this field. I wish the officers, the cops would do something like that. We see what you see. We see all this. We're not that guy. At least the, the ones that don't do that. Band together. Get all thousands of you guys. Get on the buddy pass on the airplane and meet up at one spot and, sh- and, and force and show the world and show your citizens that you work and work to serve and protect uh, that you're down for them. That would just be the turning point in this, uh, as, as far as everybody chilling out and feeling okay with, you know, being confronted, walking down the street. It's, that's why everybody's calling for a disbanding and a reform for that reason. You know, you look at a guy with that suit, you don't know if you're going to live. That's, that's 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 a problem. It's a problem for, for a black person to look at a person in a suit and say, I don't, you could take my life. It's just too much. It's too much. It's living dead. You're walking dead. Walking around in so much fear, you might as well be dead because you don't know if you're going to die. And that's just got to stop. And that's why dismantling, disbanding, and reforming and all these words are being tossed around because that's just not okay. And people are aware of that. Like if I have to wake up every day and just think about death all day, it's probably not a comfortable way to live. Imagine, imagine that. You work, you get up every morning, you guys, you whoever, whoever listening to this, you put yourself in this scenario, this particular piece. You know, you wake up every morning, you get ready to go to work. As soon as you get ready to go to work, you're thinking about dying. You're thinking, dang, should I wear this color tie? Might be looked at as this way, and they'll think I'm affiliated with that company. Ah, let me change my tie. Okay, got my tie on. All right, now let me just make sure my hair looks right. All right, part it this way. Let me part it that way. Up, oh, I part it that way. My boss might give me the the rundown about how unprofessional that looks. Sheesh. So you part your hair a million different ways before you leave. Ended up looking like Sonic the Hedgehog before you get to work. But uh, you know, and then you end up, you know, with your hair did. Then you go to get in your car and you're thinking, you kiss your kids and your wife and you're thinking, all right, here we go into the unknown. You know, you're in your car. You're looking over your shoulder, you're looking in your rear view, looking in your 
side rear view windows, mirrors. Just all day, just the whole time you're driving to work, you're just looking, looking, looking around. Like a dang jigsaw puzzle. You're just going back and forth, looking, darting your eyes uncomfortably, making sure that your hair is, you know, going to be presented well once you get to the office and then route to the office that you got the right colors on and you're sitting up properly so that you don't get pulled over. So you get to the office and you're there. And, uh, you know, you go into that office, you know, lunchroom, and you hope nobody's got salmon on the plate or broccoli in the microwave. And you go in there and you think you'd rather be. Maybe not there, but you can't be. And so, you know, you do that. Ah, but the whole time you're thinking, I don't know if I'm going to live this one out. I don't know if I'll die from the sheer smell of salmon roasting away next to the broccoli in the microwave or if I'm going to walk out these doors and someone's going to look at me and take my very only life I was given. We don't have nine. We only have one. We're not cats. So there's a narrative of the way black people feel, black men in particular feel about going about their very day, each day. There you go. So, Bob, if that fits a shoe, you know, you just walk through that scenario. You don't even know. This whole time it made you feel a little uncomfortable because you started to think, man, did I part my hair right? You know? Do I have the right color tie on? Dang, somebody might really, really take take me out if I don't. This is very anxious, you know. In the meanwhile, Bob is building up all that anxiety. So he's got it, you know, growing a cancer nodule here or there. Killing himself. Either way, no one should go about their day looking forward to death. It seems very counterproductive. It seems very unfair. It seems like no way of living. <clears throat> so Richard Brooks, to your beautiful family and your three children... I don't know what to say to you, but I'd know what to say uh, to those those cops. You know, you buckled under pressure, bro. You buckled. That's why. That's why we fight. That's why we march. That's why we're angry. Because you buckled. When you took that oath to protect and serve, you can't buckle. Every part of that academy should train you to teach you how to think that under any circumstance I am in control of this and I aim to see that everyone gets home alive that is my job I take my job seriously I love what I do I want to protect and I want to serve and I cannot look at another person and look at them as anything different than a client that needs a service When a client needs a service, you want service, you want them to keep coming back. You know, it's like a drug dealer. Drug dealers. <clears throat> you know. Drug dealers don't typically wanna sell their clients, you know, things that drugs that are gonna kill them, which is always my debate about this fentanyl. Where did this fentanyl come from? Why did it get here so quickly? And drug dealers usually want their clientele to come back. They don't usually sell them drugs. That's gonna kill them. That's an analogy for the interaction with cops. I don't want to 
you know, <clears throat> you know, have to look forward to something that, you know, is there to help me or clients that are there to, you know, I'm there to protect and serve that I buckle under pressure and uh, not serve them by killing them. So the immorality, I think it's just immoral. I think it's so immoral that you can look at a human and you say, I have all these tools, you know. He fired that taser back at me, you know. I could have done things differently. I could have, should have, would have. That's where I'm going to go with that. I could have, should have, would have never changed anything. All it now is, there was a reflection. And this reflection is causing... Some, fe- some more fear and some more fury, you know? And so, that's where we are. And that's why they should round, y'all need to round it up and come together and say, enough is enough. We want to do what you guys want to do. What are we going to do? How can we do it together? That would be the most practical thing to do. But that's just me talking in a soft way to fill this one out. Anyways. I hope you do better. If you're given an opportunity to do better in life, I hope you do better. I hope you put yourself in people's shoes and feel better. Feel, feel, feel. You're being told, you're being called to feel, I guess. You know, if you have to see all these things right now, if you can't feel, oh, I don't know. Feel. Place yourself in, in your shoes. Right now we're losing a lot of humanity. Our eyes are becoming desensitized to death and destruction, murder and chaos. That's not normal. Okay, I don't I don't care what you've been what you've been looking at, what you've been seeing. It's not normal to be so subject to all of these crazy and criminal and chaotic things that we're watching. So I want you to know I I I I I I'm standing in understanding with everyone, you know, that has to, you know, inadvertently see this and be affected overtly by it. I'm praying for uh marginal change, but I'm not just praying for it. we're marching in that direction. You know, calling, 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 writing, writing, writing. Rihanna's law has been changed, you know, or has been established. That no-knock warrant, which I feel should never have been in place in the first place, is gone. You have to knock when you want to come to my house. Beyonce is mad about that, too. She's like, what is this no-knock? Nope. That means y'all can come up in my crib. You know, my crib is a fortress fortified, uh, you know, over... Have to cross a moat to get into my spot, but if hey, if you get across there, I don't want you to know knocking. She's mad. We're all mad. Everybody's doing their part. Do your part. Do your part. Don't let this stuff happen. Don't 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 let this happen. If as soon as you find out where it happened, you get on the phone and you call the mayor, and you, you don't stop until somebody picks up the phone, because the phone will continue to ring, and somebody will pick it up. That's how you help change that from ever happening again. It has to happen because we're. We've got too many video phones and we've got too much news. And as long as they keep showing us this stuff, you gotta keep calling. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do. There's my pat there's my message to myself. 
gotta keep coming i always give myself messages in these things you guys think it's for you it's for me no one actually ever said they thought it was for them but anyways let's do better let's make it our very intention to to erase and eradicate these injustices by changing some legislations and changing the laws the fight must go on I'm Charbothay with WTF Landia Radio. I hope that you live through this day. I hope that you live through this moment, this time, this era that we're in. And I hope that you and your loved ones who are black and beautiful and kings and queens and people of all different races have established the very, very, very simple fact of everyone given the equal opportunities to live and breathe and be good at it and be accepted by it. You don't have to accept, you don't have to set people's lifestyles, you know? Oh, he was on drugs, he was on fentanyl, he wasn't a good guy that we killed that time. You don't have to accept your lifestyle to know that you still deserve to live. You know, that I'm not God and I don't have the ability to tell you when your time's up as a human. You don't have to, you know, stop giving yourself that. You're not God. You can't take somebody out because you think that they're not living right. And for us to start wanting to ju- judge, you know, let's say a George Floyd because, oh, look at all these things. Look at this rap sheet. So, you tell me the last time you d- you were perfect. Tell me about your perfect sheet. Look, my Bible says... If you're gluttonous, you're you're sinning. Same as if you're, you know, going out there and killing somebody. This is basically a sin is a sin. You tell me when you were at without sin and how you deserve to die in that circumstance, bruh. This is this these these fights these, you know, cats are trying to throw in the in the ring. It's just not. They're silly. It's just as silly. It's just as silly as taking someone's life. You know how what I mean when I say silly? <sighs> Stop playing God. Stop being judgy. You know? About what people choose to do. Trans people deserve to be alive and living. That's whatever the, every decision they make. They make. Who the heck are you? Tell them. They don't deserve to be alive. Things are changing in their favor. Good for them. People wanting to feel like people. We're not God. We don't tell people they can't feel a certain way. Look, God put everybody on this earth to do something, to show us something, to be a part of something. Do better. We can all do better. There's never going to be a part where you're like, ah, I did that perfect. There's going to be me. There's going to be a Kevin Hart. You guys, you know, I'll do something real big one day. You come back through this podcast and you'll you'll have a sound person listen to every word to see where I flubbed up and said some sort of racial disparage mark, which I never have and never will. I probably fumbled over my words trying to say something sassy. And then you'll try to hold against me and not let me host the Oscars. At that point, I won 18 Oscars anyway. I didn't need to host it, so it's fine. This podcast, I'm telling you right now, is not going to get me in trouble because I've said it. You know, I'm just a person that, you know, press record and, and paint and thoughts. 
don't hold it against people. Don't hold it against people and try to think that you're God. You can snuff them out, stuff them out of jobs like Kevin Hart because they said something wrong and they did something wrong. It's basically what I'm saying is right now at this very moment, we, you, could choose to do better than you did and not hold yourself to whatever it is that you've made mistakes along the way. And if you've been a racist up to this point, shut it off. Shut the water fountain out. Dry that well up. Dry it off. Dry it up. You're better than that. You're a human being talking to you. Anybody can get this podcast. Everybody. Send it ever around. All around. Because we're human. You know? We're human. We're not snuffing out lives. We're building up lives. By building up ourselves and by doing better and tearing down those old, 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 dusty, dusty things we were taught. Stop living in fear. Take oaths. And do your jobs properly. You know, build up communities so people feel like they can add into life around them. You know, Hollywood, let's give people parts based on who's right for the job. Let's not tell them to have to, I had to do this audition (laughs) recently. And it was like, the dialect needed to sound like a Queen Latifah-ish, you know, sounding voice. And I went in there and I gave him my old good old, you know, you know, kind of descriptive African-American voice. And that's just not me. I have a very nondescript voice. I'm black. Yes. Hello. Black and lovely. My voice is, you know, it is what it is. Okay, I'm from Inglewood and Oxnard. I don't know what happened along the way, you know. But I, I have many different dialects, but I had to tap into something. That, that's what you have to, with acting, that's what you have to do. But those roles don't need to have that no more, you know? We don't need you to look at black people as one character. Because let me tell you, there's people like a Queen Latifah. There's people like a Tiffany Haddish. And there's people like me. I'm going to represent the me black folks. Tiffany's going to represent the her black folks. Queen's, t- Queen's going to le- represent the her black. There's many of us, so we just need to give parts to people who deserve parts, you know, in Hollywood. Let's, 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 you know what? This pandemic shut it, shut off the lights on the world. It's time to flick the lights on and, and get a whole new look. You know, Las Vegas wasn't built in a day. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> But the old Las Vegas, you go back down there, Reno, you know, in the older parts of Las Vegas that used to be lit up and they're dim and dark and the signs are down. That's the old Hollywood, guys. Those, those, it's dusty. It's Reno. It's the back, the back lots of old Vegas. The lights are out. We flipped on some new lights where everybody's opportunities are very, very, very equal on equal playing fields. And me, I'm your new Halle Berry. You know, that's it, period. Let's get it popping. Agents, you heard it here first. You know, I'm not taking, I'm not taking, taking the, the easy route this, this time around. We got to go. It's time to go, y'all. <laughs> get in there. Put in that hard work, you guys. Get what it is that you deserve out of life because you deserve it, because you've worked towards it, because you've earned it, is what I'm saying. No opportunity is going to be hung up anymore based on your color, based on your gender, based on who you choose to have sex with, based on your, you know, your your old decisions, bad jokes you made on, you know, Twitter many, many moons ago. Like, just do better from this point forward. 
We are all given that opportunity. If you woke up this morning, you woke up with a new chance, a new purpose, a new reason to be better. Let's implore ourselves to be better. Again, I believe in you. (laughs) And I love you all. Everyone. Everyone, everyone. We're going to all do better. Have a most beautiful day. I'm your host, Char, both day with WTF Landia Radio. Later. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise. The WTF Landia Radio Group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or Completeness, completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.